Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We uh, have had a rather interesting and somewhat, shall we say, burdensome debate about cat licensing over the last couple of weeks. It got really hot and heavy at City Council last week about that. Now there is discussion about actually licensing cyclists. The city is looking into whether it can implement a licensing of bicycles following a heated debate over who's going to pay for the Claremont Access bike lanes. And that uh, was something that went uh, hot and heavy at City Hall last week as well. Donna Skelly is the counsel for Ward 7 up on the Central Mountain. She joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to give us some perspective on this. Good morning, Counselor. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Great. Uh, a busy weekend today. I want to, first of all, before we get into the uh, the idea about the cycling and, and licensing, let me talk to you a little bit about this uh, Claremont Access uh, project, uh, which came, of course, on the agenda late last week at City Council and uh, something that got rather heated. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't suggest it is rather heated. What happened is this 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 project to create a separate cycling pedestrian lane for the Claremont Mount access um, really was pushed to the to the front of the pack after the fatality, the cycling fatality. Uh, was it last year? I believe about a year and, ago. About a year ago, yes, and. Um, Rightfully so, Councillor Whitehead is saying, if it's urgent and if this would be the only really safe access for cyclists, uh, mountain access for cyclists, then let's make it a priority. Right now it sits as about 200 on the priority, the cycling priority list. So it's really jumped the queue. The City of Hamilton allocates about $2.5 million of funding for cycling lanes annually. It's part of a $50 million 20-year strategy to grow cycling in the city of Hamilton. His proposal was, if it's a priority, then make it a priority and use the $2.5 million that we allocate every year for cycling towards building that access. I think that's probably the best way to go forward with this, but this just turned into how are we going to do it. Of course, staff came back and said, Part of this this um, presentation last week was funding for um, a plan to study this particular access, and of course, it's always two hundred thousand dollars, which I find very frustrating. That every time we go to do a study in the city of Hamilton, it's two hundred thousand dollars. It doesn't matter what the study. Yeah, is, that's that's the starting 000. point now, isn't it? it? It's 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 silly because we had the same 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 suggestion a couple of months ago when. Um, Members of the Board of Health came back and said they needed $200,000 to do a study for safe injection sites. And we just pushed back and said, wait a minute here, why 200? And they came back and said, well, we can do it for 92. Well, if you can do it for 92, can you do it for 20? Can you do it for 10? I mean, it's a study. Regardless of, uh, you know, putting that aside, if we're going to be building this access, I think it should really come from that uh, $50 million, 20-year funding um, pot, $2.5 million annually. Let's make it a priority. Let's take the funding from there. This kind of evolved to registration. Now, it's just a suggestion, but I don't, you know, and there are pros for registering bikes and uh, licensing bikes, and there are cons. What are some of the pros? Well, first of all, if your bike is stolen, it's easier to track. That's number one. Um, I think that I, I really do believe when you have this type of formality, that people who are participating sometimes take the role a little bit more seriously. 
I mean, there are cyclists in the city of Hamilton who are next to be, I mean, they really take the rules of the road seriously. They, they know what they're doing. They can, uh, they follow the rules. They're very, very conscientious about safety. And then there are other cyclists in the city of Hamilton. And I just noticed it. I was, um, I went to the Vanier Cup on Saturday and when I was driving down Main Street, I saw cyclists heading towards me on the street and on the sidewalk. No helmet, no, you know, no, reflective gear. I mean, there are also pockets of people who don't respect the rules of the road. If we're going to be encouraging more cyclists, then we have to recognize that there is a safety component as well. We have more cars on the road. People aren't yet that accustomed to seeing a cyclist uh, whip by. We have increased, excuse me, fines for for drivers who don't respect cyclists. For example, there's something called dooring. If you intentionally leave the car door open and a cyclist happens to run into it, there's a, there's a hefty fine involved. The same thing goes with not giving um, leaving a meter when you're passing a cyclist who isn't um, uh, who you have to pass because the person isn't isn't cycling fast enough. If you don't leave a meter, there's about a hundred, I think, a hundred and ten dollar fine for the for the driver. So. When we see and we encourage more cyclists, I think it's important that we also realize that that means that you've got more cars, more cyclists on the road. The safety component has to be addressed. And I think that this would just bring that forward. Some of the cons, while, of course, the cost, people argue that if you impose a fee, there's a cost associated with it. It's deterring cyclists. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see, you know, that, but I don't think a 10 or 15 or $20, um, licensing fee is is necessarily going to be a deterrent i think it could be on the bike not necessarily the cyclists themselves want to hear more download the podcast on itunes or google play and listen to the bill kelly show weekdays from nine to noon on am 900 chml